0: all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead.
1: Hello, 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 amazing, beautiful humans. Here we are on another episode of the Happy Hill You podcast. And today I'm going to share with you my experience with COVID. After two years, I finally had symptoms and Was tested and I had COVID. So I'm actually pretty excited about it because I got through it and now I have some antibodies that my body is naturally making to help hopefully prevent me from getting COVID again or at least limiting the side effects of getting it. And I want to share with you my experience. So. Interestingly enough, my family actually had the flu bug and then I think my immune system was down and then I started having signs and symptoms of COVID and I had two days where I was pretty much down and out. I felt like an elephant was standing on my head, pounding headache, sore throat, some body aches. And so I just took a couple days in bed. I also wanted my plan because I, my family had a plan for if we get COVID, these are the things that we want to do for early treatment options when, you know, unfortunately (laughs) in the US here, there are not many early treatment options. But nevertheless, I was able to get into a local doctor after being on a waiting list. I did the antibody infusion and that was my early treatment option. We did have ivermectin and hydrochloroquine and some other early treatment options at the house. However, by the time I found out I was positive for COVID, I feel like that window had um, lapsed. So I chose not to take those and save them in case my husband, um, Got COVID. So, anyways, and I got the antibody infusion, which was great. So, I was in bed on a Thursday and Friday. Well, after Thursday, I called around to try to get some rapid tests. They weren't available because I wanted to really say, okay, yeah, this is COVID. I also called around to our local heart hospital. I called multiple doctors' offices to see if I could get the antibody infusion. I was denied at quite a few of them. One, I was told unless I'm admitted to the heart hospital, they don't give, you can't just go in and get the antibody treatment. And then other doctor's offices, they just were not it was not an option, and there was one doctor in town that um, I've never seen this doctor before. They were allowing you to come, and um, they would test you in your car, and then when an opening in a room would occur, they would have you come in, and they would give you the infusion. So I got the infusion on a Friday, and that Saturday, the next day, I yeah. felt pretty darn good, probably about 80% better. And by that Sunday I was 90% better. And by Monday I was back to myself. And what was interesting though is on, I believe it was that, I don't know, three, four days after I had gotten the antibody, I noticed that I did lose my sense of smell. So then I went to the chiropractor, did a few natural health, Um, modalities that I have. And my smell came back, whether all of that helped with it or not. um, I'll never know, but I did all those things and um, I got my smell back. So that's a good thing. Now here's the kicker, you guys. One of the things that is driving me crazy. And I was, my voice was silenced on an Instagram live that I did about this is I was talking about the shaming that is going on. I am an unvaccinated person And there is shaming that's happening with medical professionals, with just people in general, for people that are not vaccinated, saying you're taking up a hospital bed and you're not vaccinated and just all the shaming around it. There's also shaming around people saying, why are you getting vaccinated? Like all those things. Right. And I think we really need to stop with all the shaming biggest thing I feel like is crazy is the fact that we're shaming unvaccinated people for taking up a hospital bed. And, you know, we don't shame people with type two diabetes that are taking up hospital beds because type two diabetes is preventable. We don't shame people that have heart disease based on their lifestyle choices for taking up a hospital bed. And so I think we all need to wake up to the fact that we're turning on each other and we need not to be. I believe that if we all took really good care of ourselves, how we should, getting sunshine, eating healthy, doing all the things, probably wouldn't have the amount of people getting severely ill And passing from this, but nevertheless that is happening and this virus is real and it will kick your butt, but we need to not shame people for how they are choosing to take care of themselves because we're not doing that in other capacities with other preventable diseases. Yet we're doing it with COVID. And I just, I just think that's wrong. There's um, a local doctor who did a post for the fact that they had COVID and posted saying, I'm just glad I, and thankful I'm not taking up a hospital bed. Thank you to the vaccination. Well, you know, this doctor is young. This doctor is exercising. This doctor is eating healthy. This doctor is not overweight. And they don't have the classic, what we're seeing with people that are being hospitalized with COVID and the underlying comorbidities. And so I just think that's a huge missed opportunity for that medical professional to say, really, the reason I'm not taking up a hospital bed could be contributed to the fact that they're doing all of these natural health practices. And I think we're really missing the boat with talking about the things that keep us healthy that we all should be doing and, you know, let's face it, a lot of us are not doing them. That can increase your risk from having, you know, this disease really give you some, you know, life-threatening side effects. But at the end of the day, we all need to quit shaming and blaming each other, whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. You know, the vaccination has its place And those people that are at high risk, those people that for their own mental health want to be vaccinated, that is their choice, right? And that's where the power is at is we all have this choice of how we want to take care of our health and how, you know, we want to essentially prevent disease and You know, the other big factor that I think is very disturbing in America is the fact that there are no early treatment options or the ones that we want to have. They're very, very hard to come by. And so not having early treatment options two years into this pandemic is, I feel like it's criminal on so many levels and people that say, oh, well, the vaccination is an early treatment option. I would have to say, okay, maybe that's for you, but that's one choice. And, you know, is it an early treatment option? I I don't really know, right? Like, I don't know, one, if getting the vaccine for myself, would that have changed The symptoms and the things I went through better than getting the antibody infusion. I don't know, right? Like we don't have that research. And if you know of that research, please send it to me. But there's a lot of unknowns, but I do know that the fact that some of these well known medications that are out there that have been used and given, you know, billions of doses and yet people don't have access To those medications, I think it's, I think it's kind of crazy, right? So the fact like ivermectin, people talk about, oh, well, it's for parasites and this and that. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. If it's a safe drug and it's really not going to harm you and maybe you do have parasites, maybe you have parasites and your body gets COVID and your body's dealing with different parasites and, you know, other viruses and you could take this drug and it could lower, you know, the impact of those other things going on in the body. Maybe it doesn't help with quote unquote COVID, but maybe it does other things in the body to allow the body to be able to fight the COVID virus better. You know, where's the harm in that? I mean, I think that, you know, ultimately you have to weigh out the pros and the cons of of everything. And if you weigh out the pros and the cons and there's medication or something out there where you've weighed out the pros and the cons and you've talked with your doctor about it and the pros outweigh the cons, then why are we not giving those those medications? Why are we not supporting people with early treatment options. I think that that's, you know, something that needs to be talked about. I know it is being talked about, but at the end of the day, I guess the whole point of this podcast was to share that I'm an unvaccinated person. I got through COVID. I did the antibody infusion. I do a lot of things to keep my health um, the best that I can. I'm not perfect, but I try to keep my vitamin D levels up. I get sunshine every day. I exercise. I eat healthy foods and I really try to increase herbs and spices and things like that in my diet. And I get, I get decent amount of sleep. And I do believe that all of those were contributing factors to supporting me get through this illness. I also, all of those things I just shared, I believe is a reason why I did not take up a hospital bed. Not to mention my age is on my side in terms of this, this disease. But I also wanted the main point, too, to get across in this podcast was to pay attention to the shaming going on in terms of yourself. Are you shaming other people? Are you judging other people for their choices? I believe we're all doing the best we can based on the knowledge that we have, but it is not okay and it is not right that certain medical professionals and other people are shaming Unvaccinated people and saying you're taking up hospital beds and really judging them because they're choosing not to get this emergency permitted vaccination, because if you're going to shame people for that, then, you know, Where's the shaming with people that are not taking care of themselves, getting these diseases that are preventable, such as type two diabetes, some heart diseases and things like that. But again, we shouldn't be shaming each other for any of this. We should be supporting each other and we should be taking care of each other and not turning on each other. I really hope that if you do um, come down with COVID, that you are taking care of yourself, that you have a local doctor that is willing to give you early treatment options and you don't have to go through the mental struggle of finding early treatment options, but ultimately today Make sure you're taking care of your health today and tomorrow and the next day because your health is ultimately up to you.